Welcome back, Hemming Brainiacs, to the podcast. We are talking about old uh, Keats again, John Keats. Um, just quickly. And I'm going to try to blast through a bunch of poems tonight. Out of all the Keats poems, my favourite is the Ballad of La Belle Dame Sans Merci. Says Swim Says Mumfishy. There are a myriad of musical recordings of this ballad. Here is Lorena McKennett's version from her 2018 album Lost Souls. Here is Charles Stansford 1910 arrangement for male vocalist and piano accompanist. Video not available. Okay, I'm not going to play the song. Thanks for sharing though, Swim. Um, I think, I don't know, let me Google Keats. I feel like I need to know more about who he was. That's what I want to know. An English poet, second generation of romantic poets with Lord Byron and Percy Shelley. His poems had been in publication for less than four years when he died of tuberculosis at 25. They were indifferently received in his lifetime, but his fame grew rapidly after his death. Standard. So all these guys were just dying of TB. Wow. Um, it's an interesting little click, isn't it? Lord Byron being like the original famous dude, and then he made this little rat pack of poets, and um, you know, writing poems was enough to make you like a rock star back in the day. It's such an interesting thing, <laughs> phenomenon. Let's call it. Um, all right. John Keats, there we go. Let's move on and read. Jeremiah Joseph Caledon, born 1795, died 1839, at the ripe old age of 44, probably from TB, let's be honest. The outlaw of Loch Lean from the Irish. Oh, many a day have I made good ale in the glen that came not of steam or malt, like the brewing of men. My bed was the ground, my roof the green wood above, and the wealth that I sought, one far kind glance from my love, Alas, on that night when the horse's eye drove from the field that I was not near from terror at my angel to shield. She stretched forth her arms, her mantle she flung to the wind, and swarm over Loch Lean, her outlawed lover to find. Oh, would that a freezing sleet wind tempest did sweep. And I and my love were alone far off on the deep. I'd ask not a ship or a bark or a penance to save. With her hand round my waist, I'd fear not the wind or the wave. Tis down by the lake where the wild tree fringes its sides. The maid of my heart, my fair one of heaven, resides. I think, as at eve she wanders its maze among, the birds go to sleep by the sweet wild twist of her song. And that's Jeremiah Joseph Callanan. Kalanen. Very, very short visit here from a man named William Sidney Walker, born 1795, died 1846 at 51, probably of TB. Very short poem goes like this. Too solemn for day, too sweet for night. Come not in darkness, come not in light, but come in some twilight interim when the gloom is soft and the light is dim. And that's what William Sidney Walker has to say. 
George Darley, 1795 to 1846, probably died of TB. Hey, wait, same birth year and same death year as the previous poet. Has a poem which is called Song. Sweet in her green dull, the flower of beauty slumbers, lulled by the faint breezes, sighing through her hair, sleeps she and hears not the melancholy numbers breathed to my sad lute mid the lonely air. Down from the high cliffs the rivulet is teeming, to wind round the willow banks that allure him from above, o'er oh, that in tears from my rocky prison streaming I too could glide to the bower of my love, ah, where the woodbines with sleepy arms have wound her opes, she her eyelids at the dream of my lay, listening like the dove while the fountains echo round her to her lost mate's call in the forests far away. Come then, my bird, for the peace thou ever bearest. Still heaven's messenger of comfort to me, come, this fond bosom of faithfulest and fairest. Bleeds with its death wound, its wound of love for thee. This one's called To Helena. I sent a ring, a little band of emerald and ruby stone, and bade it sparkling on thy hand tell thee sweet tales of one whose constant memory was full of loveliness in thee. A shell was graven on its gold, t'was Cupid fixed without his wings. To Helena once it would have told more than was ever told by rings. But now, all's past and gone, her love is buried with that stone. Thou shalt not see the tears that start from eyes by thoughts like these beguiled. Thou shalt not know the beating heart, ever a victim and a child. Yet Helena, love, believe... The heart that never could deceive. I'll hear thy voice of melody in the sweet whispers of the air. I'll see the brightness of thine eye in the blue evening's dewy star. In crystal streams thy purity and look on heaven to look on thee. The fallen star. A star is gone, a star is gone. There is a blank in heaven. One of the cherub choir has done his airy course this even. He sat upon the orb of fire that hung for ages there, and lent his music to the choir that haunts the nightly air. But when his thousand years are passed with a cherubic sigh, he vanished with his car at last, for even cherubs die. Hear how his angel brothers mourn, the minstrels of the spheres, each chiming sadly in his turn and dropping splendid tears. The planetary sisters all join in the fatal song and weep the hapless brothers fall who sang with them so long. But deepest of the choral band the lunar spirit sings, and with a bass according hand sweeps all her sullen strings. From the deep chambers of the dome, where sleepless Uriel lies, his rude harmonic thunders come mingled with mighty sighs. The thousand carborn cherubim, the wandering eleven, all join to chant the dirge of him who fell just now from heaven. Hartley Coolridge is our next poet, 1796 to 1849, 55, probably died of TB. The solitary hearted is the poem. She was a queen of noble natures crowning. A smile of hers was like an act of grace. She had no winsome looks, no pretty frowning, like daily beauties of the vulgar race. But if she smiled, a light was on her face. A clear, cool kindliness, a lunar beam of peaceful radiance, silvering over the stream. Of human thought with unabiding glory, not quite a waking truth, not quite a dream, a visitation bright and transitory. But she is changed, hath felt the touch of sorrow, no love hath she, no understanding friend, O grief, 
When heaven is forced of earth to borrow what the poor niggard earth has not to lend, but when the stalk is snapped, the rose must bend to the tallest flower that skyward rears its head, grows from the common ground, and there must shed its delicate petals, cruel fate too, surely, that they should find so base a bridal bed, who lived in virgin pride so sweet and purely. She had a brother and a tender father, and she was loved, but not as others are, from whom we ask return of love, but rather as one might love a dream, a phantom fair, of something exquisitely strange and rare, which all were glad to look on, men and maids, yet no one claimed, so as oft in dewy glades. The peering primrose like a sudden gladness gleams on the soul, yet unregarded fades. Our joys is ours, but all its own is the sadness. Tis vain to say her worst of grief is only the common lot which all the world have known. To her it is more because her heart is lonely, and yet she hath no strength to stand alone. Once she had playmates, fancies of her own, and she did love them, they are passed away. As fairies vanish at the break of day, and like a spectre of an age departed, or unsphered angel woefully stray, she glides along the solitary hearted. Song she is not fair to outward view, as many maidens be, her loveliness I never knew until she smiled on me. Oh, then I saw her eye was bright, a well of love, a spring of light, but now her looks are coy and cold, to mine they never reply, and yet I cease to her behold. Yet I cease not to behold, <clears throat> excuse me, the love light in her eye. Her very frowns are fairer far than smiles of other maidens are. Early death is the next poem. She passed away like morning dew, before the sun was high. So brief her time, she scarcely knew the meaning of a sigh. As round the rose its soft perfume, sweet love around her floated. Admired she grew, with while mortal doom crept on unfeared unnoted. Love was her guardian angel here, but love to death resigned her. Though love was kind, why should we fear, but holy death is kinder. And last one for tonight is called Friendship. When we were idlers with the loitering rills, the need of human love was little noted. Our love was nature, and the peace that floated on the white mist and dwelt upon the hills to a sweet accord subdued our wayward wills. One soul was ours, one mind, one heart devoted, that wisely doting asked not why it doted. And ours the unknown joy which knowing kills, but now I find her dear there worth to me. That man is more than half of nature's treasure, of that fair beauty which no eye can see, of that sweet music which no ear can measure. And now the streams may sing for others' pleasure, the hills sleep on in their eternity. And those are our poems for tonight. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.